So sorry about the break. Uh, I had to take some time off because I had a pinched nerve in my shoulder and it was impossible for me to sit up in my chair and record a podcast and talk into the mic with this pinched nerve in my shoulder. And it was super painful. It lasted about a month. And um, so, you know, I've been doing the podcast for a while. I've done over 100 episodes and this is the first time I had to take time off. So I'm back. We're good to go. Um, it's like 98% better, and I am glad that is over. I'm glad that is over. Um, so what did I miss? Well, the markets are blowing up. How are you doing? <laughs> this has been a tough year. This has been a tough year, and that's an understatement. And it's not the worst bear market in stocks. You know, stocks are down a little over 20%. So, I mean, it's bad, but not terrible. It's not the financial crisis. In the financial crisis, stocks were down 57%. But what makes it bad is that everything is bad. So the bond market is down 20%. Gold is down 20%. Everything's down 20%. There's no place to hide. And if you go back to 2008, there are places to hide. I mean, if you were all in treasuries, then you did fine. You were up. If you were in gold, you were up. So this is this is a very difficult environment. And I don't see anybody taking any victory laps on being up money this year. It's it's too hard. It's too hard. Everything is getting killed. The only place to hang out is cash. And that's what people are doing. They're opening up Treasury Direct accounts. They're buying T-bills. And they're buying money market funds. And that's what they're doing. So... I don't know of one person who is having an up year in maybe if they're just short, right? And I'm starting to get the impression that a lot of people are short because it's the only thing that's working and people do what works. Like that's what happens. Trades that are working attract sponsorship. You know, as I, I spent some time on Twitter and like just gathering from the replies of my tweets and stuff like that, I get the impression that people are short and that's how they're getting by. So that's going to blow up at some point. So even the awesome portfolio is having its worst year ever. So we ran the numbers two weeks ago and we found out that the awesome portfolio was down 10 and a half percent this year which is the worst year in the history of the awesome portfolio. The previous worst year was 2008. It was down 9.2%. You know, the main thing that's helping out here is cash, but it's, it's a horror show. You know, it's a, you know, it's a bad year when the awesome portfolio is getting shit housed. So at least it's doing better than stocks. The question is, are people selling stocks? And I'm not seeing people selling stocks. I'm not seeing people buying stocks. I'm seeing people paralyzed with fear and inaction. They're not even really paralyzed. They're disengaged from the markets. They stop paying attention to the markets. They're doing other stuff. You know, the party is over. Keep in mind, this bear market has been going on for almost two years now. And I say that the top of the bull market was in January of 2021, when GameStop exploded. And that was that was the peak in sentiment in 2021. So really, we've been doing this for almost two years now. And the bear market is getting a little bit old. Okay, bear markets usually don't last this long. And I think this one is coming to an end as well. 
And that's the thing about October. There's a lot of crashes in October, but it's also the month when bear markets end. And this is the time of the year when seasonality kicks in. October is the worst month, but then it starts getting better after that. And if you look at election cycles, you want to buy stocks right before the midterms in every single election cycle. That's always the best time to buy. So I don't always believe in seasonality, but I think it works in this case. And remember, you want to be greedy when others are fearful. And there's a lot of fear out there right now. You know, there's a lot of fear in the housing market. People are thinking that the housing market is going to crash. It's going to be 2008 all over again. I don't think so. Um, you know, people still buy houses with mortgage rates at 7%. They do. They buy less, but it's it's not a credit issue. Okay, this isn't a credit issue. This isn't people defaulting on mortgages. This is about houses becoming less affordable. And things have slowed down, but there's still stuff. I talk to I talk to people and there's still business. So it's not a crash. Things are not that bad. So mortgage rates are getting close to 7%, which means the housing values must go down. But the first house I bought in 1999 had a 7.25% mortgage, and that worked out fine. So we will get used to it. It'll be fine. If you really want to hear something that'll blow your mind, I think interest rates could head a lot lower in the years to come. In all those discussions we had about negative interest rates, those discussions could be back. I think that is very possible. I mean, yes, we had a massive bubble, one of the biggest bubbles of all time, and we've had a pretty big bear market, and it's made worse by the bear market in bonds. This is going to be a little technical, so bear with me. I was on Bloomberg the other day, and I was looking. They have this screen called BTMM, which is the bond market screen. And I was looking at the on-the-run 30-year bond, and it was trading in the 82 handle. And I looked at when this bond was issued, and it was issued August 15th of this year. This bond was down 18% in two months. Like, it's really hard to overstate this. This isn't, this isn't the worst bear market in stocks, but this is the worst bear market in bonds. The absolute worst. 18% in two months on a bond. That is insane. So it might not be the worst bear market in history, but it's the worst bear bond bear market in history, and that is saying something. And if you have your 401k money in a target date fund, then you are getting absolutely hammered. But guess what? Life goes on. I don't think there's any scenario where the stock market goes down 50%. I don't think that's a possibility. You see people talking about that. There's a lot of knuckleheads talking about a crash. The market's going to crash 20 to 50%. It's not going to happen. I don't think you have to worry about that. And if it did, you would be backing up the truck. Honestly, I think now is a good time to be backing up the truck. So at least averaging into those positions. Just keep doing what you're doing. If you get a paycheck, a little piece of the paycheck goes to the 401k. Don't stop contributing to your retirement accounts. Keep mailing in those checks. Okay. Keep funding your 401ks. This is temporary. It may not seem like it's temporary, but it is temporary. I will say that even though I think the bear market is pretty close to being over, we could have a long period of pretty low returns in the stock market. And if you think back to the period of time between 1969 and 1982, that was a 13-year period, 13 period of time where equity returns were basically zero. And that could happen. 
That absolutely could happen. But what I'm saying, in the short term, sentiment has gotten so bearish that we are going to get a big rally. So, And in 1982, that was the best buying opportunity in history because stocks were so cheap. And if you want to talk about valuations, stocks are a lot cheaper than they were two years ago. Okay. By the way, um, if you take out mega cap tech, if you take out the big tech names, the market is trading at 12 times, 12 times earnings. So that's, and, and it's about the long run average. So it's not that stocks are not necessarily super cheap. It's not 1982, but they're a lot cheaper than they used to be. Anyway, I just got back from Atlanta. I got a tattoo of my cats on my arm. Not not like pictures of the cats, but the initials of my cats on my arm. So I got S-T-U-V-W-X-Y on my arm. Stripe, Tars, Uma, Vesper, Wendy, Xenia, and Yellow. I drove to Atlanta. My favorite tattoo artist, my only tattoo artist, Desiree Mancia. She does an amazing job. I also had a get-together for a bunch of Daily Dirt Nap subscribers in Atlanta. There was about 12 people there. It was a great time. Hosted drinks at the bar at the Four Seasons for about two hours. Everybody shooting the shit. It's fantastic. I'm going to be in Boston next week where I have a conference speaking gig and a DJ gig. Then I have a conference speaking gig in Orlando. Then I have a DJ gig here at home. And then I have a DJ gig in the Cayman Islands, which is going to be amazing. So it's a busy fall. And I have something really exciting to tell you, but it'll have to wait. I'll wait until it's a done deal. I'm going to be taking off most of the month of December to do some writing. So there will probably be another period of time where there won't be any podcasts. I know, I know, I don't like me either. It's been a long time since I've had anything resembling a writing retreat to do some writing. So I can't wait for some peace and quiet to get some work done. Thanks for listening to the Be Smart Podcast. I'm Jared Dillian. See you next time.